0: Welcome to the Ask Philip podcast today Philip talks about one of his biggest investing pet peeves as well as proof of work versus proof of stake and And now, here's Philip.
1: Yes, this has been such an exciting week in the markets. This is these are the markets that really I live for. And people might, you know, people some people are nervous, or uh, which is normal, but it's it's not difficult to make good decisions or be positive or make money in the market that's going up, which is which it does that something like seventy percent of the time. But when it's volatile. And you get nervous, you have to have what they call diamond hands, right? You have to have done the work on the front end to make sure you got the right uh, portfolio. And then you got to have faith, patience, disciplines, and diamond hands to stick with it. And then if you really, if you really bought that life, then you got to buy the dips, which is what we did. We, we bought the dip twice for Bitcoin. Uh, specifically, the the most volatile part of our portfolio, and the one that we believe has the most uh, upside. Um, and I'm talking specifically on you know my my personal portfolio. Let me also just talk about one of my pet peeves. Right, I think it's the teaching. It's a teaching moment, not just me uh, complaining. But one of my worst pet peeves is when somebody tries to uh, give me advice or 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 tell me something with extreme confidence and they haven't even done the work you know they 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 they, they tell you confidently oh xyz and then you start asking questions and you realize they're just headline reading they read a headline they felt smarter they didn't dig deeper and and you know they're wrong but they're confidently right in their mind. And it, it's, it's, at this point, I'm just, I don't even debate. It's exhausting, right? I'll, they'll say it. i say, nah, I think here's what, here's actually the truth. Here's something to read. And I move on. Like if they want to keep debating. I'm not going to debate and waste some time. I used to, that's the competitive spirit in me. But now I just, I just move on because it's it's not worth it. But, uh, and, and 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 so a lot of times people, people will you know, tell me, hey Philip. know, Philip, you, you know, you're tough to debate with, you don't, you know, you, you, you love to argue, you don't, you don't stop. And I'm like, well, it's because I don't, like, I only debate and argue stuff that I, that I've researched and I know, right? And so if I'm, if I'm in a debate or an argument, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm always right, but I'm saying if you don't, if you, if if you're not bringing facts based on data to the argument and you're just giving opinions that are, that you think, that you feel, then I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not backing down. Like, I'm going to present research that I've done to form my perspective. And if you're just telling me what you think based on your own opinion with no no data, that's not going to convince me. I'm not. I'm, you know, at, at, at that point, I'm right. But and by the way, you know, people who know me know me like I, you know, I, I admit it. I was wrong on Tesla. Right, I changed my on Tesla. I tested out Ethereum and, and, I, and I sold that, but I think it'll be here for the future, like cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin. I had an open mind even though in 2017, uh, and I still say I, I, railroad principle. I didn't buy it in 2017 and didn't think people should buy it in 2017 because it was new. You need to wait for the winner to emerge, wait for it to drop 890 percent, which it did, and then everybody was going to be scared of it for a long period of time, and the winner would become apparent, and it would be apparent with the with the. Uh, cryptocurrency would be the better alternative for in this case bitcoin being the better alternative than the current financial system i'm extremely flexible in my thinking but i'm also immovable without like real data so just just some thoughts and pet peeves Let's talk about proof of work versus proof of stake and i actually wrote a tweet that i'm that i'm really excited about uh if you if you follow me on twitter ask uh, underscore philip um I'm referencing this tweet, but, you know, the whole energy debate uh, with Bitcoin and it being, uh, quote unquote, energy intensive uh, for me is just FUD, fear, uncertainty and doubt by people who want to kill Bitcoin, which is basically the people who um, have a vested interest in the current financial system, specifically bankers and people who, um, you know, who profit from the existing system. Because here's a proof of proof of work is similar to mining gold right mining gold is tough it's real tough like the reason why you don't have lots of gold being dug up because it's really energy intensive and really hard to find and so a there's a finite amount of gold in the world and b you know unlike oil which can you know be mined easier and and there could be you know glut of oil put in the market to to drop oil prices Uh, mining gold is hard and and so and it requires a lot of energy. That's similar to proof of work. Proof of work is hard. You you have to spend energy to run your mining software, your computer software to solve these problems, um, to you know, to 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 win and and and, and get your Bitcoin. Um versus proof of stake. Proof of stake is like the current system, right? You just you just you just put up some money um for, and, and then you secure the system. So think of it like banking, right? And specifically the central bank, right? The central bank puts up some money. Uh, central bank is owned by uh some banks that we don't we don't even know who owns the central bank but they get profit from uh you know from what the central bank does and issuing money and all that kind of stuff which is a whole another episode and podcast but super secret but they put up money to secure the system we don't know who they are and um and when you do that it's a centralized control right so so proof of work anybody can run mining software proof of work and it's very distributed and you know one it's it's next to impossible for a mining group to take or a big mining group to take control of the system and have an advantage over everybody else proof of stake it's all about money you got more money you can secure the system and 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 that's why we're in a position right now where we have central banks who control the money of the world and banks who control the money of the world who own the central banks and they could basically just print money and make the money of our, make the value of our money worthless. And there's something we can do about it. So proof of stake is a, uh, evolves to a centralized way to secure the system. The rich get richer. He who has, who he, he who has the more money uh, gets to make the rules. So you, you can really think of it as for thousands of years, people have liked gold, uh, you know, because of what I described before. It's, these, it's, 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 it's um, scarce supply. You know, uh, it can it can be mined, but it's tough to mine, and so you can't really dilute the supply of uh, of gold in the world too much because of the the the, the tough, and it requires energy. Um, um uh, and, and gold can't be controlled by a few. Like, if you go buy some gold, right? You own the gold, and since it can't be, since the supply can't increase too much, it's going to be tough to really dilute you. Uh, versus dollars, you own dollars and they just print it and it makes it worth less, especially if you're in a cur- country with terrible currency. I think I mentioned on the pre- previous episode about the dictators who, you know, they make their citizens save in that currency and then they print more, take what they print and put it in Swiss bank accounts. You know, that's, that's an example of a proof of stake <laughs> type system um, and why, um, you know, why that model has just proven to not work and so uh, on Twitter today, I was thinking of a simple way to to, to, to drop the mic on an energy debate and, and this popped in my head right here. Here's the, here's the energy debate made made simple. Which financial system would you want? The current proof of stake petrodollar system that uses more energy than Bitcoin to secure and allows a few in charge to steal the wealth of billions of people around the world. Or option two, Bitcoin proof of work system, which uses less energy to secure than the current system and removes the ability of a few to steal the wealth of the people through inflation and bailing out of the elite. Seems pretty straightforward to me. And I mean, it really is a debate. The current system is way more energy intensive and it's proof of stake and it steals from the people versus Bitcoin is less. And by the way, like most miners use renewable energy. I'm not even talking, I'm not even debating the points that are not even worth debating because this is, the 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 media just ignores the facts, but yeah I mean that's that is the debate in a nutshell so last thing going back to asset allocation I've talked to a lot of people lately who've gotten into um the crypto space and I, and I, and I'll say, hey, you know what do you own? And I'll say, hey I own a little bit of this, a little bit of that you know and and I'm talking like they'll have like fifty bucks here a hundred bucks here. Not a significant amount of money or, or or meaning they have money in it, but if it goes up a lot, it's not going to really do much for their net worth. But but they own some. And and so what I'm what I'm wanted to, to explain is making money and investing is less about being in the right stuff. And it's how much you own when you're right. You know, George, George Soros, who is like one of the best money managers of all time, he mentored the GOAT, Stanley Druckenmiller. And, and Stanley Drucker Miller ran Soros' fund for a lot of the years when it made the most returns. And so, um, Stanley Drucker Miller would say, "What George Soros taught him was like, when you're right, you got to really go big. Because if you're right, you know, you're not going to make the big money unless you own a big position, right? If you if you have a hundred grand, you know, and you put a hundred bucks into Bitcoin, and Bitcoin goes up a hundred times, I mean, yeah, you made ten thousand bucks, right? But I mean, if you put twenty grand in it," and you really went in and it went up a hundred times, you'd have made, you know, you'd end up with three times your money at the end of it with only, you know, so significant difference. So when, when, you're, when you're building a portfolio, it's not just about owning the right stuff. It's about how big you are when you own it. And this is one of the reasons when I'm debating my, fr- well, not, not even really debating my friends, but when my friends are asking me, you know, why don't I buy some of these other, you know, coins? I'm like, well, because they're more speculative. Like Bitcoin, I just explained in my tweet, it's clearly a better financial system than the current one we have right now. That's undisputed and and the market wins over time, right? If you, if you have a better mousetrap, over time, the market comes to the mousetrap. And that's what's happening slowly with Bitcoin. With these other ones, they're in un- test. I mean, even Ethereum's in the process of transitioning to a whole new type of way of securing the network, which is like not been tested and we don't really know. And it's still not, it's still not, Known whether Ethereum is going to be a better way to execute smart contracts than just using AWS or um, like a cloud-based type data system. So um, um, again, I think it'll be around, but it's, it's it's not as certain and not as known. And so and so you're guessing and you're speculating. And so when you're guessing and you're speculating, if you do allocate some money to that, I mean you can't allocate much, right? But when it's something that you have high conviction on, and and it has opportunities to a hundred X from where it is right now, I mean, you can go big, you know, for, for, for my portfolio, you know, Bitcoin is a good third of my portfolio personally. Um, And so I'm able to go, I'm able to go big because I have high conviction versus wasting time, you know, having a little bit of money and all this stuff that I'm not, I I couldn't put a third of my money into other coins. It's too speculative. Right. But if I put a third in something that's going to, that I, that I have high conviction will grow a lot. Uh, you know over the next five years, ten years right i'm gonna make a lot of more i'm gonna make a lot more net money than people who are dabbling in stuff right I call it buy lotto of tickets so that's just food for thought right it's it's not all about what's gonna earn you know can you pick the asset that will earn the most return over a period of time it's or or how ha- you know can it's hey, how much do you own right of 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 what you own and then what does that make? I use one more example before I finish. If I have 50 grand in Bitcoin and it goes up a hundred times over the next 10 years. Right. So we're talking about a hundred times, let's say 5 million. Right. But you own, you know, 2000, you know, you own 2000 of X, Y, Z coin. And, and let's say, you know, let's say it goes up a thousand times, right. It goes up a thousand times. You own 2000 It goes up a thousand times. So, 1,000 times 2,000 is uh, 20,000, 200,000, 2 million, right? So you got 2 million, I got 5 million. Yours went up <laughs> 10 times more than mine, but you have like less than half of what I have because y- you couldn't build a, you couldn't put a big chunk of your money into something that was that speculative. And so that's that's asset allocation, that's money management, that's that's portfolio management, which is way more important than be able to select the, the right, um um you know or the highest potential performing asset if it works right because because by the way if (laughs) if dogecoin works right over the next five years if it works and if it you know goes really big it can it can make a bigger percentage return than bitcoin problem is the if and and, and don't get me wrong all this stuff is if i'm just talking about you can't have a lot of conviction of a dogecoin because what is it better than anyway Those are my thoughts. Hope this helps somebody. Y'all enjoy your day. If you are interested
0: in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk.